0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is...
1: You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your Dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat.
0: Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime-a-dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZ Ring. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZRING, makes the ring free. And your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZRING, and let's have a big season. What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the people's Dynasty podcast on this week's show. We are getting back to our redraft roots again one more time. We'll be back with some Dynasty value stuff next Tuesday, as well as an edition of the Fantasy Fixer Upper on Friday. But today we're going to finish part two of the conversation I had with Kyle from the Fantasy Football Smackdown. His co-host Jake was unable to join us as he had some technical issues, some technical difficulties due to the storm in the Pittsburgh area. I will also have our main man, the man of the hour, and the man with the power of Jerry Sinclair in the body of the show as well. Uh, I won't beleaguer the point. This is a longer pod. I just want to thank you guys for all the support. Uh, thank you for the new five-star reviews. I will read those on Friday's show. Thank you for all of the new Patreons over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. For the three of you that have joined in the last couple of days, I have got messages out to you. If you're having trouble with the GroupMe app or the messaging system on the Patreon website, just DM me at dwcmemphis. Uh will not get too long into commercials or ads. Uh, you will hear a quick word from my man Matt at Hate Brand Goods. That's the com on Twitter and make sure you're following them on Instagram. It's hate brand goods Uh, if you search HVIII, it comes right up give them a follow they continue to do flash sales all kinds of cool stuff they've got another t-shirt drop this coming week and if you follow Matt and it's I hate HVIII, I I hate Matt Vincent you will see him wearing some of the new shorts that will be coming out so really cool stuff you do get the discount on the flash sale at least you have to date on the flash sale goods and you get the discount on new drops. Drops tend to come down on Thursday. So check them out. Hate Brand Goods, promo code MEMPHIS. And I'm going to go get my boys Jake, well, Jake from a distance, Kyle and Jerry, and we're going to give you some redraft goodness. Again, make sure you come back on Friday for a new edition of the Fantasy Fixer Upper. And there might be a YouTube-only show either Wednesday or Thursday evening. You might want to go over to YouTube. You can watch this edition of the Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. You can see the draft board. And I'm going to give you one last little warning. If you've not gotten into the body of the show, this one is not family or work friendly. Uh, it starts off with an F-bomb, plenty of F-bombs, and plenty of laughs and you know good times along the way, as, as is the opportunity to start sharpening our redraft tools. You'll hear some of that in the body of the show. But thank you for tuning in. I will talk to you guys on Friday via this podcast. And if you're looking for more content, head over to YouTube, subscribe, notifications turned on, and you won't miss that live Q and A uh, me and uh, maybe Mr.
2: Jerry are going to do later in the week. Hope this finds you well. Hope you're having a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out if you want to go over to the hate.com. Hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, This, this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash.
3: I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
2: All right. All
0: right. And with that, F-bomb is one of our two guests, and that is Kyle of the ff smackdown the fantasy football smackdown we are waiting to get his uh his co-host jake coolrip to get jake in here with us we're gonna do a little mock draft tonight but uh kyle what's going on man
3: no idea i had no idea we were freaking live yeah i was waiting for some sort of sounder go or something and then uh, apparently we're here so i mean yeah good to be here bro (laughs)
0: Yeah, we we were going live at 9 30 and we're gonna step into your arena tonight. Now, you and I talked some redraft last Friday on a bonus edition of the DWZ, but what what better way to accompany that piece than to get into some redraft action? I think this is something we need to, need to do at least once every couple of two or three weeks between now and and redraft season. I mean that kicks off the, the first week of September with the season. But this is where we all started, man. Everybody loves a good redraft mock draft. Would you agree?
3: Oh hell yeah, man! I mean, if you if want to, you know, just click bait it up, just throw mock draft on anything. It could be anything, and people love that. <laughs> they just eat it up. So uh, I, I was looking forward to uh, hanging out with you again. Good to see Jerry this time around as well. I mean, I mean, jeez, it's been forever, bro. <laughs> True, it
4: has, and it's horrible. Um, and of course, the one time that you are on with me, my mic decides to take the crap, and I'm now doing this show like it's 1998 through my AirPods. I guess they didn't have AirPods in 1998. I was but
0: gonna say, well, run that back the, real quick. They, yeah, they, can
4: you I just <laughs> mean explain the technology quality. to me. <laughs> listen, God, listen, Kyle, you can have this man, you can keep him, you could take him on your show. I'll take Jake Crip cool myself. <laughs>
0: Oh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a battle of the soundboards as this season goes on I, I've got some better cables. I mean I, I have got these things you know as, as it relates to the soundboard, you know it's like, it's like this Jake, be ready.
2: But the cream will rise to the top oh yeah
0: Oh yeah, I'm ready. I, I am the king of the the soundboard uh, app and I'm gonna prove today that I can reestablish my dominance in the world of redraft. We have got a one QB. 15 round sleeper mock draft queued up. I'm going to share my screen in just a second. Kyle, are you now? You do know that to stay on brand, you have to try to uh, rough Jerry and I up. What, what, what's some of your early strategies? I mean, without giving too much away.
3: Yeah. Well, I was looking at this. I was like, okay, one QB, you know, that's uh, we're, we're trying to change the world here, but I'm, I'm cool with that. And I saw like there's a kicker and a defense in here. And I'm like, oh, Memphis, come on. You've been out of the redraft game too long. Um, we've well, we, exiled well, we those positions. <laughs>
0: Hold on, just a second. Here is the thing: we're not doing we're not doing this mock draft for us. If we were doing this mock draft for us, it would be like a twenty five round um, yes. strangulation league where somebody has to die. Um, you, you know, you, you take one to the knee, like a, like a lead pipe. It's a Nancy Kerrigan league where somebody has to get whacked with a lead pipe <laughs> across. I mean, we're into some weird stuff. This is for the 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 redraft consumer. This is for oh, your people. Dude. This is this is like the like the safe word of 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 startups so or, or I guess mock drafts so we're in your world so I've got my screen shared if you're watching live on YouTube I'm going to hit start draft now does Jake know no so for those watching on YouTube Jake Jake Coolrip our, uh, our our esteemed co-host on the FF Smackdown he is having some technical difficulties as he's currently in a monsoon in the Pittsburgh area is that fair to say Kyle.
3: Yeah, apparently he was hanging out for a second. I just jumped on, and then he just disappeared. And uh, he called us back uh, from his phone, and it was just a black screen. We're like, oh, your camera's not on. He's like, no, it is. This is what I'm living in.
0: (laughs) He he obviously has cellular power. He's in the group chat, so we know he's ready. Jake, we know you're watching. I am going to hit the start draft button. Here we go. Let's do this thing. All right. And the 101, team one, is Christian McCaffrey. Jonathan Taylor, that's an interesting 102. And Derek Henry, and then our man Jake is on the clock. I am gonna let Jake pick, and then I am gonna pause. Now I'm gonna pause. Now Jake's not here to defend himself. It is paused. Jerry is up at the 105. Jake took Dalvin Cook. Is this in line with, with uh with Jake, the the co-host on the FF SmackDown?
3: Yeah, I mean I think uh when him and I have discussed running backs and kind of just strategy, you know, definitely you want those running backs early to, you want at least one to anchor your squad Surprised that he went running back at the one Oh four, as far as taking Dalvin cook, you know, I, I don't really want to pick anywhere in that first, probably four, maybe five, because I think there's, there's a, there's McCaffrey. And then there's a, there's like the rest and uh, whether you're picking at 102, 103, 104 one Oh three, one Oh four, you're still going to get a really good player. So, the the closer to the middle of the draft, I think, in the first round, the better. Um, so for him to take Cook here, that's right in line with as far as you know that next tier of guys um, wouldn't have been my pick, but uh, you know that's why we uh, that's why we're doing this thing. Absolutely.
0: So I am going to hit the resume draft button, and it's up to our man Jerry. Now Jerry, so, I'm, gonna let you, I'm gonna let you make your pick, but go ahead. You have two minutes and fifty seconds.
4: So who would you Buster. pick? <laughs> think, huh? who, no, I'm not gonna. Fill no, this. you you, nice you get guy. a pick. <laughs> No, I, I, know who, I know who I'm going to pick, but he said it's not who he would have picked if he had four. I'm going to pick well, Saquon Barkley. That's who I'm going to pick. Okay, so, but, so who would you have so picked it for, Kyle?
3: Yeah, I would have taken Saquon as well. Um, you know, I definitely the, you can't really have too many qualms with the guys that were taken ahead of that. Um, it's just, for me, Cook is kind of like the last guy in that, that elite tier, and there were two guys that I still would have taken uh, ahead of Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley being one of those. So uh, I'm picking at 107 uh well, so
0: we well, got to make sure to tell everybody nick chubb yep. went in between you and jerry so jerry at the 105 took barkley the computer took nick chubb you are on the clock with the 107
3: and this is uh, a guy that's in that tier for me i would take him ahead of nick chubb i think this is the uh the last ride of glory i can't remember exactly how memphis phrased it this after this afternoon in the uh in the war zone group chat but uh, this is this is redraft, baby. Meaning we all we care about is this year, 2021. And I think Zeke Elliott rises back to power. It's not a homer pick, bro. This offense is gonna be killing it in this season. They returned their entire offensive line, who was completely decimated by injury. And of course, Dak Prescott back under center. So I think Zeke has a phenomenal year this season. I think he's a guy that should be taken inside the top five, and it's an easy pick for me at one oh seven.
0: Yeah, and I am up now at the 109. In between Kyle at the 107 and myself at the 109, we did have the computer take Mr. Alvin Kamara. So this is why I chose the 109, because this is where it gets really dicey. The best running back on the board per sleeper ADP is Aaron Jones. Then you have guys like Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift. Joe Mixon, Cam Akers, but I, I think this is, knowing what I know today, if I thought for some reason Aaron Rodgers was legitimately going to retire, I now see this new COVID opt-out thing where he could literally opt out and not have to give back a bunch of money, but knowing what I know today and the fact that you get that literally all the running backs that I would have taken in a tier, literally all went in the first eight picks For me, I am going to get the guy who's guaranteed 175 to 180 targets, guaranteed basically 10 touchdowns if he stays healthy. It's hard to pass up because this is a full PPR league. It was half-point PPR. Maybe my thought process would be different, but it's not. It's redraft. His 28 going into 29 in December age means nothing to me in this format. My only concern in late June is Aaron Rodgers, but I'll know that before the season starts. So for the sake of this mock, I am going Devontae Adams with my first overall pick. Uh, I'm going to let the computer cycle back around to me. We'll recap who went. And then I will get the input of Kyle and Jerry on my pick. The 110, the computer went Tyreek Hill. 111, Aaron Jones, who I probably wouldn't have taken. Uh, I Just too high, too rich for my blood. Stephon Diggs at the, the 112. On the turn, we have Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback off the board. Uh, thank you, Sleeper ADP. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, his tight end. And Austin Eckler. Now, that was the guy that I was thinking. I'm going to pause the draft for, for just a second. All right. As the draft is is pausing, what did you think about my pick of Adams at the 109 and, and then some of those subsequent picks thereafter, Kyle, and then I'll bounce it to Jerry.
3: Yeah, uh I as far as how you had it broken down is where the running back drop off was um you know you are at again 109 I think that's where I would I'm going to start deviating to another position especially in PPR. In fact, I would have taken some of the guys that went um on this turn. I would have taken Adams. I would have gone Hill and Kelsey ahead of Nick Chubb in PPR, Ch- you know, for me I'm a little bit concerned about uh, Nick Chubb in that format, he just doesn't catch passes. Cream Hunt's obviously there; he's a stud. They're going to utilize him in the passing game, and I think once you, to me, he's still solid. But um, those receivers are just super, still, still valuable in PPR format. So, um, I there's a for me, I'm still kind of debating between Tyreek and Adams. Um, you know, as of you know late June, but. Uh, no problem with Adams and Tyreek kill going in round 1. I agree with you on Aaron Jones. I've not taken him in round 1. There's other options, uh especially when you're at the end of the turn like that. Uh I'm going to take another position that I really like. When you when you're staring down Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler, I just probably go, you know, either Diggs or uh, you know, if you there's another receiver you prefer there, Hopkins. Um, is in that conversation. I probably just take one of those guys and then just grab the leftover running back in round 2, but No issue there Besides uh, with any of the picks besides Patrick Mahomes. If there's there's a guy in your league that takes a quarterback in round one or two, you just go over and shake his hand and say, thanks for your entry fee and walk away because that dude ain't going to make it to this championship. So uh, that's just how it goes, man.
0: What about you, Jerry? Anything to add?
4: No, I mean, the Patrick Mahomes pick is unbelievably stupid and it (laughs) pisses me off, sort of, that it's on there because it's not helpful to anybody. I I mean, yes, you're going to be in some leagues where somebody's going to take him there, but, you know, that, that's Craig in accounting or, or or Carol in, you know, customer service. Like, I, I, it's dumb as shit. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't really love Aaron Jones there. Here, let me pull this up so I can see it. Stephon Diggs is fine. Kelsey's fine. I sort of like Austin Eckler. I, I would have probably switched where he is in Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. As far as the Devontae Adams pick, I think that's sort of like the first 10 picks that we have here, all those running backs and then Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. I think that's pretty chalk. I think that's going to be pretty chalk for most drafts. I don't think anything got a little crazy. But let us let us see what do you think uh old Randall's going to pick here Kyle? You know, he's not going to go
3: Joe Mixon or something. He hates that kind of guy. I, um I I, I,
4: I, I he's got to go running back, right?
3: Yeah, I think for me there's there's uh there's, I, I have a clear guy that I I like at the top of the board. Still, there's some some interesting names, but as far as for where sleeper has these guys, they're a little bit buried. Um, they're not just sitting there at the top of their queue. So I I think I know who he's gonna go. Um, I don't want to well, give who my are you pick thinking? away. What are
4: you thinking? Well, oh okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well I, 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 You think you know I, I, me? I, you don't know I think me either. It's either Najee Harris or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That would be my guess.
3: Okay, uh, I, I, my guess would have been uh, Najee's at the top of my board of the guys that are left. But I think that Memphis could go Antonio Gibson. Um, that's well, then I round. just hit the,
0: I hit the draft button. You're both wrong. Uh, a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yeah. on a Tuesday night, I jumped on. Ooh. I jumped. Here's the thing: you're not going to win it playing safe, um, yeah. Kyle. You're up. Uh, I will give you a minute to think about your pick. But for me, Cam Akers, I've seen how Sean, uh, excuse me, Sean McVay uses the running back there. Now, do I think he's going to get Todd Gurley 2018 or 2017? No. But I know that could be the ceiling. And I really like the guy. So I like the offensive line. I like the addition of Matt Stafford. And I just see more points being scored by this offense than by Detroit and DeAndre Swift, than Joe Mixon in Cincinnati. So I see more points, more Red zone opportunities. I'm not worried about Daryl Henderson. They let Malcolm Brown walk. This reeks of upside, and they used the running back so much in the passing game. That Those are some of my tiebreakers. So, Kyle, you're on the clock. Uh, before your pick and in between mine, and when I took Cam Akers. You, the computer went, DeAndre Hopkins, you're up. we got about two minutes left at your 206.
3: Yeah, and there's there's a ton of great receivers here still on the board. Medcalf, uh, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley. I mean, these guys are still studs. Um, And as much as I do like those players in a vacuum over the running backs that are still left, um, I I just I know what that running back position is going to look like here in just a few rounds, and it's going to be nasty. And there's tons of wide receivers that I really really like here. So um, yeah, there's three guys that are aren't even the top three uh, on the board here according to the sleeper rankings. That has Mixon, Dobbins, and Swift. I actually like Harris. Um, Clyde Edwards-Helaire in uh in PPR, uh, I think he has. I, I actually like him better than Acres. I think his upside is is really really strong. Acres is definitely a player that I'm going to do a lot of homework on as we get closer and closer to draft season because he's very very interesting to me. Um, especially where you have to take him. But my guy is Najee Harris. I think that he has a ton of upside. He's going to get all the work in Pittsburgh, and I think he's going to be heavily involved in the passing game. That's he. That's part of his game. That's part of how Pittsburgh has used the running back position. Um. You know, during you know in these last you know handful of years, uh, even without Le'Veon Bell, so I, I think Harris is he's around he's a borderline round one pick for me. So to get him at mid round two, uh, I feel pretty pumped about that. And I start the draft off with Zeke and Najee.
0: I, I feel a lot about Najee the same way as I do about Cam Akers. I understand he's young. I understand we're not sure exactly what his role is going to be, but I also understand the power of that offense and the lack of true competition for touches. I mean. Are you worried about Jalen Samuels or, Antonio or Anthony McFarlane? I'm not. So I, I love I love Najee Harris. I love him quite a bit. And Jerry, uh, the computer at one, uh, the 2027 took Metcalf. So you're up. You have Saquon Barkley and two minutes to pick. What are you thinking?
4: Well, I would have liked Najee Harris there. Kyle's an evil bastard like he always has been. It uh, puts me in a little bit of a pickle. Uh, I'm not a huge tight end guy, so I'm probably not going to go George Kittle, but Damn. I wouldn't be mad if somebody did. <laughs> um, son of a bitch. Um, the problem is, like, like Kyle said, running back is going to get ugly pretty quick here. But I also love Justin Jefferson with just about everything in my body. So he is probably who I will go with. And just I'm probably going to pigeonhole myself into, you know, taking a running back the next round. And it might be somebody that I don't love, but I am not going to pass up on Justin Jefferson. If I could click the right spot.
3: Bam.
0: That's what, uh, that's what she said. So, you know, when you hear that, you always have to get the, uh, (laughs) so, (laughs) all right. So, so Jerry, what Justin Jefferson, he did not go robust RB like Kyle. So your boy, Jake is up. He gets no pause button. Uh, hopefully he's getting cellular service there in Pittsburgh. What do you think about Justin Jefferson? I don't think 1,414 is going to be necessarily repeatable, especially if the defense is better in Minnesota. But, I mean, he just feels super safe. This target competition.
3: Yeah, I I like Jefferson a lot. He's a round two pick for me. The only guy that I would have gone with over Jefferson at the wide receiver spot uh, is Calvin Ridley, um, who was still on the the board at that pick. Which is who our
0: man Jake Jake Coolrip just took.
3: That team is going to suck – balls bro like that (laughs) they are going to be chucking it left and right and ridley is the you know the only show of town at at receiver so i think he is going to be a target monster
0: we'll let this cycle back around to jake again we'll let jake make his uh pick and then we'll pause it and give a give jerry a minute to think about his next pick while we discuss what's happened in the last eight or so picks So Jake is – now who do you think – now you know this man. This is your co-host. Looking at the board, who do you think Jake could be in line to take? This is kind of like the old newlywed game. How well do you know your significant other?
3: uh, And uh, now I saw the pick. That was going to be who I said. I thought Antonio Gibson was clearly the best running back left. Um, He was the last of a tier. Um, After Ridley went Joe Mixon, A.J. Brown, Kittle, and then Dobbins, Swift, C.E.H., and then Gibson was just sitting there. And that's, I think that that's a clear break in in the running back tier. So for him to get Gibson there, I think is is a, is great. He got to take his wide receiver in Calvin Ridley in round two, and then picks up a stud running back in round three. If if uh, Gibson wouldn't have been there, I I would have put money on who he would have taken at the wide receiver position, um, who's still on the board here. But uh, I think yeah, Gibson is absolutely the pick, and that's uh, that's a pretty damn good start for him.
0: And, and so he's so he's got Dalvin. Gibson and Ridley. Jerry, you're up. Ironically, the last four picks have all been sophomore running backs. Dobbins, Swift, Edwards, Hilaire, and Gibson. Now, Kyle, you and I talked about, this is funny, his ADP on Fantasy Pros was the 23rd player off the board. Here he is in sleeper. George Kittle went 24th overall. I see you shaking your head way too high for you in in redraft.
3: Yeah, tight end
0: premium. Get the hell out of here.
3: Yeah, no, no, thank you. I mean, I I like Kittle a a lot, and if he's there in round middle, you know, mid round three or whatever, I'm I'm fine taking that. I'm comfortable with that, you know. And later, obviously, the better. But it's it. I don't think there's a big enough difference between him and Darren Waller, who's clearly he's going at the end of round three. If you really want a tight end, you don't need to take him in round two. You can just wait, take Kittle or Waller, and and that can be your round three pick. Pencil that thing in, but. Oh man, twenty-four overall for Kittle is just too too rich for me. Steep,
0: steep. All right, Jerry, I've resumed the clock. You are up. You are picking, and then there'll be a pause of one pick, and then Kyle will be
4: up. Well, this is exactly the nightmare that I thought was going to happen, Um, (laughs) but you did it anyway. I love it. (laughs) I did. I thought that I would. You know, there would be a run on running backs. I was. I said, you're going to get stuck with the one you don't want. And I would have taken every single one of these guys except for J.K. Dobbins up to this point. Mm -hmm. Um, There is too many wide receivers. And running back is getting gross, and it's getting gross quickly. And if I wait, I'm not picking again until 4.8. So I'm going to end up with just absolute doo-doo, like hoping Melvin Gordon is there or something. And I'm not going to do that to myself. I'm going to pick somebody that I think is going to regress unbelievably, but I prefer him to the people that ADP says I should pick, and that is the gross version of David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears.
0: All right, I'm going to let this thing cycle through, and then Kyle. So David Montgomery off the board by Jira. We have Alan Robinson, and then now Kyle, you're up. You went running back, running back. You went Elliott Najee. You've got three minutes. Anything uh, that's stood out to you the last couple of picks between Monty and uh, back-to-back Bears? Your neck of the woods.
3: Who Montgomery scares the living crap out of me. Well, yeah. he, sh- he should. I'm not.
4: I'm not going to disagree with you. I agree. I just yeah. my choice
3: was Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs,
4: and I don't mm-hmm. love either of them. Um. I, uh, you are in a fucking, pri- oh, I shouldn't have said that. You are in a hell of a situation to have a good start, my friend. I will say that.
3: <laughs> that, uh, hey, I started the show off with a f F-bomb apparently. So, uh, yeah. I got mine in. <laughs> so, dude, unfortunately, yeah, man, you just fell into it. Taking Jefferson there, I mean, I love the kid, but unfortunately, just too many running backs went, and, and yeah. that Gibson was just the absolute cliff. I, I like Montgomery fine. You know, the only issue that I really Not have there. is just is just that, you know, for yeah, for a third rounder, he yeah. his production last year was amazing after Cohen left and the Bears as they do, they had no backup plan. <laughs> they literally were just like, "Oh crap, Cohen's dead. We're in trouble." And Monty was just the last man standing and he had a great season. You can't take that from him. I he gets uh I think he's been undervalued, you know, when you look at, especially when you compare him and Josh Jacobs if you haven't looked at those Numbers like they're almost identical, but until even you know, when uh, before Drake got there, man, the, the ADP was crazy. It's even doubt now mm-hmm. that Drake's in town, but um, over the last few years, those guys have, have matched up pretty well. Um, so I'm kind of glad that you did take Montgomery there because A Rob went off the board, and there's one more wide receiver that I absolutely love, and I'm completely cool with him as my wide receiver one here in round three. It's the guy that I thought Jake might take because I know he loves this guy for all the looks he's going to get. That is Keenan Allen. The dude doesn't score a ton of touchdowns, but he's a target freaking monster. He is the alpha in that offense, and he has Justin Herbert. Um, He's my wide receiver one in round three, middle of round three, and uh, I'm digging it. So Keenan Allen will anchor my wide receiver squad. All
0: right, well, uh, I am on the clock. We had Miles Sanders go at the 308, as Kyle took Keenan Allen. This is awesome. I thought you were talking about the guy I'm going to take. And normally I would like to go running back here, but there's a couple of guys and I'm looking at the ADP, and this is where I'm playing the ADP game. You know, I'm looking and there's two there's there's two clear running backs in redraft that I really want to get here. And I, I'm I'm thinking one of the two will fall to me. Now I can table talk like this because neither Jerry nor Kyle nor Jake are picking between me and them. So I'm gonna go Michael Thomas here. Because I think, regardless of the quarterback, he's going to be a good fit. And I'm hoping that either Josh Jacobs or Chris Carson come back around to me. I don't know that they will. Um, And there you go. Uh, In between, my 3 9 went Darren Waller at the 310, Josh Jacobs at the 311, Mike Evans 312, Julio Jones 401, my man Terry McLaren 402, Josh Allen at the 403. And right here, as I kind of played the ADP game, had fallen in my lap Chris Carson. Now, everybody loves Chris Carson. He's been posting a lot of shirtless selfies on there. He's doing it wrong. Chris Carson, you are doing it wrong. Nobody wants to see oiled-up dudes with huge pecs and biceps. It's a quad game. Fantasy football is all about the quad. Ask Mike Davis. Ask A.J. Dillon. Quad shots equal ADP boost. So thank you for flexing the biceps and allowing you to fall to me at the 404. I am going to pause. I'm going to give Kyle a chance to react to some of the picks and my little strategy there of playing the ADP game.
3: Yeah, I think uh if you're if you had a if you had a wide receiver you really liked there and preferred that was the route to go, I think that the running backs it's definitely like kind of in this weird tier where I I wouldn't expect it a ton uh, would come off there and you played it perfect. Um, that's definitely a strategy that if you get in redraft leagues, if you're really into it, like, you know, if you're really diving deep into it, like one thing I like to do ahead of time is, uh, get in a mock draft on whatever site you're playing just to get a feel for the room. Right. Cause whether you're playing on Yahoo or ESPN or even, you know, sleeper, you can see where they have these guys ranked and you can kind of note like, Hey, this, I might be able to get this guy around later because he's not right in front of people's faces that's why i like to go in my own rankings to to know like i'm kind of sticking to my board and maybe i can note along the way we like hey i might be able to punt this guy one more round but um, when you go off purely just site rankings and things you kind of you can get tunnel vision to just what's in front of you a bit um so i think that was a great way to take a, take advantage of that situation get michael thomas and carson as an rb2 is, is solid in any format especially in round four so i dig that quite a bit um all right. I'm so zoom in I'm, the
0: draft. You're up. So, so, you it, missed, tr- so I took Carson. The computer at the 4 5 took Travis Etienne. You're up. Uh, what dumb. are you thinking? You, you you can kind of go any which way you want. And what did Jerry say?
4: I said dumb. Why why is Travis Etienne going 4 5? Like, I can't be the only person that thinks that's absolutely bananas.
0: I, I will say in, in a redraft league, I would take Javante Williams 10 times out of 10 over Travis
3: Etienne. And and
4: certainly not now, y'all are <laughs> right. higher than giraffe nuts. Get <laughs> out of here with that nonsense.
3: Yeah, for All me, right. for me, that teardrop is where is Carson, and then once Carson is taken, or Jacobs, whoever the last guy is, sometimes it's Montgomery. Sorry, Jerry, um, but that's kind of where it's just Like, okay, I'm not taking running back for a few more rounds because do I want ETN over? You know, Williams is a great example. For me, even like guys like Moster, Chase Edmonds, like I'm, I'm fine with those guys two rounds later than reaching on e- on ETN as an example. So there's not a ton of running backs here that I really like. I will take one. I'll take uh, a running back even in PPR, three of my first four if uh, a guy falls to me. But Memphis uh, took care of that, taking Chris Carson, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, receivers, there isn't one guy that jumps out to me kind of like Keenan Allen did. Um, you know, I, I don't mind. You know, I would have loved if Michael Thomas or obviously Terry McLaurin in round four is freaking gorgeous, um, and he wasn't going to make it back to me. So, um, man, I'm going to go – man, do I, I – and I don't – and sometimes this question gets asked a lot. I don't give a crap about having players from the same team, um, and this pick maybe changes in uh six weeks if he is uh not ready to go. But for right now, I still have confidence that Amari Cooper – could be a low end wide receiver one that offense again i want every piece that i can of that dallas cowboys offense they are going to have to throw the ball a ton thousand yards for Dak prescott means amari cooper is going to be sitting there with probably thirteen hundred and eight and i'm good with that um again i think he's in the tier with some of these guys are going to come off the board but uh he's my favorite of who's who's here and uh i'm just gonna double up on cowboys and he's my wide receiver too
0: well he's a he's a great pick he's you, you have Mr. Consistent, Mr. Week-to-Week in Keenan Allen. He's going to give you that 17, 18 PPR points, and that allows a guy like Amari Cooper to win you a week. Now, mm-hmm. Jerry's back on the clock. In between Jerry and Kyle is Chris Godwin, just the way he should be. Jerry, you've got two running backs. You've got Barkley, Justin Jefferson, David Montgomery. Heavy on the NFC. Where are you going <laughs> with your 408?
4: Well, I was going to go Amari Cooper again um, because I i mean I love I'm, it I'm when sniping of, happens <laughs> yeah well it's Kyle back to back because of course it is but I mean I, I really like Amari Cooper in redraft this year too I really th- I mean the dude was just going bananas with Dak Prescott last year like it's hard to not love the man Um, so this is a this is a spot that I don't exactly love like there's definitely I would say two wide receivers I love and then probably some running backs I would take and not hate it. I'm not a tight end person. I'm still not going to go Kyle Pitts or Mark Andrews or Darren Waller or anything like that. Or Darren Waller. Or, Waller but, went.
0: Yeah, he went to three. Yeah, but either way. Ah,
4: either yeah. way. I, I wouldn't have taken any of them. Um, Still too early for quarterback, I think. I mean – I know people love to take quarterbacks well, only in this if sort of range.
0: Only if good but, friend of the show and loyal patron Andrew Campy said he would <laughs> He's looking forward to you defending your productive struggle strategy to start up for a super for a redraft. redraft.
4: Well, it's I, it's a redraft uh,
0: productive struggle.
4: <laughs> hey, uh, all of you can kiss my ass. He can do it from all the way across the globe in Australia. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is something. Uh, no, you I'm
0: not doing. I'm not doing any I more know, pauses from now on. You're gonna get. You're, you're gonna get the. Uh, you're gonna get this as like a reminder that you got time left. No, I get. I got it. We're doing. That, we're gonna
4: that do was it. the
3: correct pick. That was well, DJ I Moore. The prob- loved the problem loved problem DJ I don't,
4: Moore. I don't love my running back, so I was gonna insulate him a little bit by taking another who? one. But I just I did, Kareem Hunt. But I don't want to do it Gross. that early. So I just I didn't do it. That's Gross. why I, I got to take it. value. And right, well, that, well, that'll be
0: that. Hopefully Jake's not watching and decides to take Kareem Hunt. Doubles down your mistake. <laughs>
4: no, I, I, do, I do love the DJ oh. Moore pick.
0: Adam oh, Thielen. Oh. You know, you know, Jake, I don't that know. That feels like a – I'm not picking on your boy. I love Jake. Jake Coolrip. But <laughs> it feels – I mean, it feels a bit early on Thielen, like maybe around, round and a half. Am I crazy?
3: Uh. Well, if you're – if man, if you're asking me, then oh. you're – I'm definitely <laughs> – well, jerry G-
0: jerry gambled and lost kareem hunt yeah. went at the uh, 412 jamar chase 51 james robinson 5'2. news came out today that uh, we broke this last week that uh they they said that if james robinson got hurt that means carlos hyde would get a large workload well guess what came out today that james robinson's going to have a very significant workload in jacksonville so i don't hate that cd lamb no, so here's the thing. I'm going to give Jake a pass while, while, while Jerry's debating, you know, I, I think he took these guys in the wrong order, but that's okay. He got them both. I mean, he should have taken CD lamb last round and Thielen this round, but at the end of the day, you know, the, 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 scales have balanced Jerry, you've got two and a half minutes. Kyle, what do you think about the, uh, the lamb and Thielen picks by your mans here? Full
3: PPR. Yeah, I love, I love CD lamb. He's definitely, I mean, he's whenever Cooper comes off the board, I, I lamb should be, should be right behind him. Uh, for all the same reasons. And the kid, I think, is going to take a jump this year. Uh Thielen, I if you're ever asking about him, Thielen, uh, you can't say enough bad things. I, I get the touchdowns were there last year. That's great. Um, he is clearly been surpassed by Justin Jefferson, I think, as the number one. He's not you know, he's not gonna be a, a huge target monster just because that's a low volume passing offense. While it did produce some solid fantasy production based off the touchdowns, that's that was great. But for me, Thielen is he is a he's at wide receiver three, like that's that's where I place him I would have taken uh Cooper I would have taken either Rams wide receiver I would have taken CeeDee Lamb for sure easily over him and probably three or four more guys that are still on the board here um at Jerry's pick so I just I'm not an Adam Thielen believer
0: I I, I do want to say one thing even though he's clearly the number two I'm not worried about the number three in Minnesota there is a precipitous drop between (laughs) Justin Jefferson (laughs) Adam Thielen and then it goes way down here to the bottom so uh Maybe it's Irv Smith. Maybe it's Jason Conklin. Maybe it's who knows. Yeah. But that, that's not the worst pick in the world. All right, Jerry. Minute fifteen. What do you think? See, this is this is why I love drafting with Jerry. He uh, he he gets very deep in the. Because I get shit on.
4: I, I just wanted Ceedee Lamb to be there, and Jake had to be an evil bastard too. I'm never listening to the SmackDown again. This, this I, will, is... I, will, I will. I I might even unsubscribe from the Dynasty Wars on YouTube. Just because of you guys.
3: we I we laying I the smackdown on
4: you. I,
0: I hate where he, he, I'm at right now. He's, he's I, full I hate tilt. This, he's full hate, tilt at a, at a mock draft. I hate, draft. I hate, <laughs>
4: this, I hate this, uh, this range where I'm at right now. I'm going to take Hawk just because I I hate everybody that's right there. And I'm not going to take a quarterback in that spot. Cause I, I don't, I don't hate football. it. So yeah, Kyler Murray will no, run right after like, you. He, uh, like, I just... Kenny Galladay, I don't love. Tyler Lockett, I don't love. It just, I hate that range. Kyle, I hope you have a horrible time with your pick, too.
3: Uh, well, there, there was a guy that uh, was still on the board that uh, I really love, man. As my wide receiver three, I think this dude is going to be eating uh, with his fresh new quarterback. That is Robert J. Woods. Uh, he's my wide receiver three. He is. I, I think I got three wide receivers here that could all catch a hundred passes easy, and or whatever the new standard is with an extra game. Um, that offense is going to be throwing the ball enough that the, to support Cup and Woods to be uh, just solid fantasy options. And Woods is going now. What eight picks afterwards? I, I think that uh, yeah, he's he's going to be a guy that I get in round five a lot if he's sitting there for me.
0: And another quarterback went. So Kyle took Robert Woods at the 5'7, then Lamar Jackson. I'm up at the 5'9. See, I don't mind it. So based on the, the build that I have so far, my wide receivers, I feel like I'm going to get consistent points week in and week out. But I'm looking at a guy who do I think can win me a week? I don't need a high ceiling guy. I don't need a high floor guy. I don't need a Tyler Lockett. He's on the board. I don't need a, a Juju. I need a guy Who has the ability to win me weeks now is there weeks where he's probably going to give me a stinker or two yeah i do because his quarterback's daniel jones and i love daniel jones but what's the consistency like because i've got cam Akers, and because i've got chris carson and i'm going to play the adp game again i'm going to roll those dice and i have two guys that i'm looking at because no one's behind me i'll say it i believe dak prescott can be the qb1 overall so my pick here is going to be kenny galladay i'll go ahead and click that button and then I'm looking at either Miles Gaskin, or Dak Prescott on the way back. Well, it ain't gonna be Miles M- Miles Gaskin because he went right behind me. Then Juju, Ugh. Devonta Smith.
3: <laughs> oh my God! What the you. hell are I'll, we doing? Dude, I- I'm sleep, not a fan sleep, of any of those either. Dude,
0: sleeper, know. go home. You're drunk. All right, it, just go home, sleeper. It, I'll make this. I'll make. You know what? Because I, I, and Kyle, you guys did this. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday on the War Zone on Tuesday. Kyle and Jake did a great job of breaking down the quarterback position. I love Dak. I don't think Dak will be here. I don't think Dak will come back. See what I did there? Man, you're right. I don't want to go full Jerry. But there's, I'm good at wide receiver. I, I You know what? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I don't think I'll have to start this guy right away. I know it's maybe a half a round early. I don't care. I'm looking for guys who can win me leagues. Javante Williams? Javante Williams is the pick. Now, he may not win me week five. He may not win me week six. But I, I, I've i said this before, Jerry, in our rookie coverage and our rookie analysis, I truly believe Javante Williams has the same potential that Miles Sanders did two years ago when he won people leagues down the stretch and that he could do what Jonathan Taylor did last year. I'm not saying he's going to be Jonathan Taylor or even Miles Sanders. I'm just saying in redraft for 2021, he could be a monster weeks Hell, what is it now, 12 through 18? So based on the situation, I went Javante Williams. So Tyler Lockett went at the five, the 6.05. Kyle, you're up 6.6. I have
3: no problem with Williams there. And it's and the way I see it a lot of times, like it's not a reach if you can't get him the next time around. Whether it went six or eight picks too early doesn't matter. If you can't get him. Hold on a second. Know, I,
0: I, I got know. a question about some phrasing. Did, did, sure. did, did you say reach around? Hey now. If <laughs> we reach around, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to just disro- to, to to knock it oh, off the, the rails again. But I'm sorry. Kyle, you're up. You you have got you went two running backs, then three straight wide receivers. Uh what what's the look like here? I, I I'm seeing a stack attack right here under uh right here under my nose, but I'll be curious to see what you're gonna do with this. Pick. <clears throat>
3: There is a guy that if he is, if he is there in round five, this was the guy I was going to take in round five, honestly. And if he's there in round five in every single draft, I'll take him. But if he's there in round six, I don't know if I'll be able to control what will happen to my body. And at this moment, I am taking another dude that's going to be in an offense that is going to be chucking <laughs> the damn ball. 700 pass attempts, mark it down for my boy Joe Burrow. And that means a hell of a lot of production for T Higgins, baby sophomore year he's going to be breaking out big time uh i love it and dude four wide receivers keenan allen cooper woods and higgins after two straight running backs to start it this is the type of squad i want to walk away with
0: uh you, you uh much like my my javante williams pick you have stuck very true to your love of mr higgins and i agree joe burrow was averaging over 40 attempts per game last year i mean jamar chase can can get 10 a game and higgins can still get eight and that would still leave like 22 left over for Tyler Boyd, the tight ends, and the backs. I I have no problem with that. Mark Andrews, six seven. Jerry, you're up. You have a uh, you have like an amateur build. You you have done. I what mean, I, I I think so highly of your roster. Don't blow it. You got two minutes and 25 <laughs> seconds left to make a pick. Oh
4: no! According to Sleeper ADP, I am about to reach an unbelievable amount. But
0: are you going to reach around? Uh,
4: Coming from the same bastards that thought Juju, Devonta Smith, Brandon Ayuk, Leonard Fournette, and Odo Beckham deserve to be in the sixth round, I don't really give a rat's ass about their ADP. So what I'm going to do, so I am not confident in David Montgomery. I do not ah. want to surprise any human being here. Damn it. So I, oh, you don't know where I'm going.
3: I think you, I do. <laughs> say it. I think you're going, I don't want to say because I wish the openings get back to me, but I think you're going Mike Davis. <laughs> Mike motherfucking Davis,
4: <laughs> baby. We're going 99th overall in sleeper ADP. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk about the running backs that are ahead of him. Melvin Gordon, no thank you. Raheem Mostert, no thank you. Chase Edmonds, Gross, Kenyon Drake, James Conner, Ronald Jones, David Johnson. <gasps> <laughs> I needed some running back help. That was not he's on the my only guy board, in Atlanta. By the way, he's the only guy in that, Atlanta.
3: That's that, that would have been my, that would have been my pick for sure. If Higgins would have gone, I would have taken him ahead of all the running backs uh, that just went. And and I get with Williams; it, it's definitely shooting for it. I, I told you know they're close, but over Gaskin and Fournette for me, I'd still take Mike Davis. I think that's a great pick, and it it, it makes boy. that Montgomery pick a little easier to swallow.
0: Your your and, boy went with one of my guys. He went with Deontay Johnson. Jake took Deontay Johnson. Again, you, you could literally put push Lamb and Johnson up two rounds and hey now. And, and push Adam Thielen down to the 609. He's gotten, he he's recouped the value, in my opinion. Quarterback starting to go. Dak Prescott, 6'11", Justin Herbert, 7'1. Cortland Sutton, 7'2. And we got one more computer-based pick. Then Jake is back on the clock. All right. James Connor. <laughs> I would rather have herpes than James Conner.
3: <laughs> Seriously, man, if this, is what, if this is what happens in leagues for real. But I this mean, is what like,
0: happens in leagues because man. people, that's why we do this. We can have some fun. We can entertain. We can, you know, make some fart jokes and make fun of Jerry. That's the whole premise of the show anyway. Uh, but but th- this is what you're going to see in leagues, especially if you no longer draft live. This is the equivalent, Kyle, you go back this this far. I know I do where you literally printed sheets off the internet, or you went, think about this, you went and bought a magazine at a grocery store and, and brought an ink pen, and oh my God, what is Jake doing? He is five, he is five wide receivers deep. This, uh, hold, hold, hold on a minute, Jake. Go for it. <laughs> I got to, man. I got to. I love the kid, but God, God dang, Jake. Wide receivers, you're not even here to defend yourself.
3: Are <laughs> he on auto pick? No, he made that. Okay, he's, he's rolling. He, Jalen Waddle. I is that his know, dude? I, I mean, in his defense, there's
4: not this sort of range of wide receiver does sort of suck. I sit here upset about it myself. Granted, I'm not I'm not a gambler like that, but like I feel like I should take a wide receiver. That was the whole point of taking Mike Davis right there. Is I thought I could get somebody. By the I way, really I would, like DJ Chark. I did not expect DJ Chark to go at all. He was, it was either going to be him or Sutton, and I sort of <laughs> figured Sutton would go. Mm-hmm. I might just take quarterback right here. Did Jay um, think this is a dynasty
0: league? <laughs> <laughs> I love that team for dynasty. Still too early for Thielen, but I, I love That's a great team for a dynasty startup. One QB. I am-
3: yeah, I think Waddle, I think there shouldn't be any. Uh, I mean, I guess we're in round seven, um, but I wouldn't. I, I'd probably there. be waiting another round or two before I took any uh, Dolphins wide receiver, but uh, you know if that's your guy, then
0: I'm I'm just filibustering to give Jerry time to ponder. Oh, he went he went Matt Stafford. He's no longer yeah, in was, Honolulu blue. He's in Rams
2: blue.
4: No, now, Melvin has went. a chance to succeed. He I mean, didn't like it, it, I, did, I didn't want to go Trevor Lawrence. That's too too risky to to rely on a rookie. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if he's going to play, so I can't do it. It was between Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, and Matthew Stafford. I I just want to see Matthew Stafford. I like Matthew Stafford, so I'm going with him. You know, Tom Brady's old. Maybe he'll fall off at some point. I feel like we've been saying that since the Reagan administration, but, you know. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a guy that I could see a lot of people taking in this sort of spot. I'm just not going to be one of them.
0: All right, Kyle, we're going to pick up the pace a little bit. What, What are you thinking here? Your four uh, wide receivers, two running backs.
3: Yeah, there's there's still some running back or some wide receivers I still really like here. Uh to me, there's really only two running backs that I even really want on my roster um of all of these schmucks that are left. So luckily I have those anchors at the top. Uh, but I'm gonna go with uh a guy that was actually almost a, he was a borderline uh running back too last year, uh while dealing with the corpse of uh David Johnson. He is the running back that you should own in Arizona. I'm going with Chase Edmonds. Um, I there is wide receivers I like better than him, and straight up. But to you know, again, just like why I, I went running back running back over the, those wide receiver talents, I just know it's just going to keep getting gross. So I'll I'll get my third guy here.
0: All right, well the the computer is making its selection. It went Raheem Mostert. So best players on the board per sleeper ADP. You got some Noah Fant. Uh, you know th- this is so. This is the thing. I am not taking old and busted here. I'm not taking Ronald Jones. I'm not taking David Johnson. I am taking upside plays. Ronald
4: Jones is 23 years old. Just busted, I guess. He's (laughs) just, fine. This is the
0: point of the draft. I'm not taking dog shit? Is that what you meant? This is the point of the draft. He's
4: 23 years old. So
0: the first first five (laughs) rounds that I draft, I really need those guys to contribute every week. And then if they don't give me upside with a chance to win a week or I see a true role for them, and, you know, I didn't think I would be here, but I, I'm between a couple of guys and, you know, may, I maybe. Thought,
4: I thought about taking him too. Oh, oh, maybe not. Uh, no. Uh, uh,
1: I, <laughs> this is going I, to gamble. Yeah, you going to gamble? I, I,
0: I, I, I'm I'm gonna gamble. I'm gonna go with Lavisca. I'm gonna go with Lavisca Chanel. I I think he could be the target leader there, and he's so versatile. Um, hopefully, none of the oh. injury. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, Kenyon Drake, Dude, Mike Gesicki.
3: Whoever owns this team twelve needs their ass kicked. I mean, Patrick Mahomes in round two, Devontae Smith in round five, Mike uh, Gesicki in round seven, and then Ronald Jones. I mean, uh, screw that guy.
0: <laughs> apparently, they, they 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 heard you say that. Uh, that uh, Ronald Jones is only twenty three, so they they, they took That's that, a, that bit zero of information. RB. Z, I guess. Um, you know, th- there's a couple of guys, there's a couple of quarterbacks on the board that I, I really like. I do like Joe Burrow. I think he'll be fine off the knee injury. I'm just going to continue to uh, pad some value, and I, I want to go RB. Um, I will. I'm. I don't want to help you guys. I don't even like you guys. So. um Great. Well, Jerry, it's facts <clears throat> is the facts, but ah, uh, dang, uh, I'm gonna go Tom Brady. God dang it! I mean, five thousand and forty just feels like a lock.
3: That that might be in the first two weeks um, because I mentioned this <laughs> on uh, on Twitter and I, on a show the other day. Like if you even if you just want a guy to start your season, the dude starts at home against the Dallas Cowboys and then gets ten days to chill and figure out how the hell he's going to beat the living crap out of the Atlanta Falcons at home as well. Uh, he is going to get off to a monstrous freaking start. So if anything else, uh, and while I do think he's you know top twelve guy, he is going to be on fire weeks one and two, which. Doesn't matter for dynasty, right? But for for redraft, man, when you know every every one of these games counts, that's strong. I have no problem with that. All right, you're back up, sir. Oh man, well we're we're in the old busted's now, um, for sure. There's Michael Carter's on the board here. He's kind of like the last intriguing wide running back for me uh, in round eight. I think that's fine. You know, you're not he he doesn't have to do much to return some value for you. Um, but I'm pretty comfortable with what I have at running back. So I'm debating between Brandon cooks, which he is just a guy that always gets drafted. Super, super late. His quarterback situation though is a little bit just too concerning at this point right now. So I'm just going to go with, uh, I think I have enough boom. I'm just going to take a a guy that I know I can plug in every week and just be a solid flex at this spot in round eight. Uh, I got some upside coming up, but I'm going to go with Jarvis Landry. He is my preferred wide receiver in the Cleveland offense. And he just went two plus rounds later than, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. So I'm just going to take uh, Landry here in a PPR and feel pretty good about that as my wide receiver five. Yeah, five.
0: Perfect. So Jerry, you're up. Uh, you've got it. An, you, you've got a starting lineup. You, you went with uh, the plug and play. You've got two, you, you, just like Noah's Ark. It's like two by two by two, two <laughs> wide receivers, two, two running backs, uh, two non wide receivers and running backs. And then the odd Mike Davis. What do you got, bud? What are you thinking?
4: Well, I almost took Brandon Cook's at uh, with my seventh round pick um, just because I only have two wide receivers. they're both just chef's kiss. So I do sort of want some old and busted somebody who's boring. I- I'll take a dude that can get me a thousand yards and he's the only guy. sorry nico collins but i'm gonna take brandon cooks <laughs> i would have taken i would have taken jarvis landry too had he been there but kyle took him sorry I, uh, nico
0: collins. no 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 I, I, well, that should be your team name this nico year
3: collins. that should be your team name this year
0: sorry nico
3: collins <laughs> i love it that's that's a solid pick though and if they get any quarterback play you know i he's gonna re, he's gonna be better than eighth round value so you know we'll the, see and there goes michael carter that's too bad
0: there's, there's still a world that we live in where Deshaun Watson could play 10 games this year.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I continue to, like I said, I, I lie to myself. I continue to say, hey, you know what, I don't really care. Um, now, there's a guy that went off the board that I was hoping would come back to me and Zach Moss. Uh, I, I had an, an eye for him. I think he'll be the primary carrier there. Uh, some nice wide receiver value coming off the board. Tyler Boyd, Debo Samuel, not so much Robbie Anderson. And then the same then the same guy who took Michael Carter and Jake, our, our very own Jake. Do you know what? I, I've, I've teased Jake a little bit, but he's totally redeemed himself with these last two rookie picks. Upside. Why, why te- I mean, how James Conner ever went in a redraft league ahead of Michael Carter and Trey Sermon is criminal. How he went ahead of Chase Edmonds is criminal. Whoever the computer is running team three should go directly to jail. (laughs) Now, Jerry, I'm filibustering to buy you time. Two and a half minutes. What do you got?
4: I sort of hate all of it. Um,
3: Oh, come on, Jerry. When, when,
4: when the time comes, and you get to be this point in the draft, just start blindly taking running backs and hoping that at some point they get value.
0: Uh, I, I hate you with a thousand with a, the power of a thousand sons, Damian Harris. Okay. Um, he was definitely queued up to be my next pick. Uh, old and busted, I Don't guess, just up. busted. That's bad luck. That's so, bad. You, so can't, you, can't,
4: you, can't, you can't queue people; otherwise, you will always get sniped. Everybody absolutely. knows
0: that. Absolutely. That was a great pick. I think Damian Harris is going to be borderline, you know, top fifteen, top sixteen at the position, <laughs> and, and double that if Joe, I'm uh, sorry, McCorkle Jones ends up being the QB because he'll get more involved in the the passing game. That was a great pick, Jerry. God, that hurts to say. Kyle, you're up. My um, give give me a minute to like collect myself. Sure. And That's okay. I,
4: well, while while you're doing no this, point. let me just pick on G a little bit because he's being a little bully in the chat. Talking talk nonsense. I can't count past two. I can count to two in like six different languages. G. Listen, Andrew picking on me from across the globe. G's doing it now. It's, just, it's a, a sea of bullies in, in this. Kyle sniping me. Jay sniping me. Randy actually praised me. The the hell's freezing over. I don't know what's going on.
3: I don't know if I could have done better than that, in Memphis. So I feel 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 like that was well worth it. <laughs>
4: Uh, let's see. Hold on. So uh, so I can, you know, we can all we can all see what
3: Randall's thinking. Let's look at Randall's team real quick. Well, I'm a, I'm on the clock, so I'm going to make a pick. Oh, you're on the clock. Well, oh, yeah. nonsense. yes, look please let, 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 let's show this guy. All right. Guy well, some Kyle, what,
4: before you pick, I want you to know that I hope you screw this pick up.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I also want to call out the computer again for taking Joe Burrow when he, that team already had Kyler Murray, but. Uh, ninth round Joe Burrow is about the time you can start thinking about taking, taking a quarterback if you want there, but there's still plenty of quarterbacks on the board. I'm going to keep punting that down the road. Um, I'm going to go with the guy that Jerry should have taken because he needed a receiver. This is another guy that's going to get a thousand plus yards. He's just sitting here waiting to be picked. And again, I don't care how many players I own on the same team. If their offense is good, come on down, Michael Gallup. This dude is a freaking baller, and he's going five rounds after <laughs> oh, the rest of the receivers. Kyle's
4: losing that bye week, so hopefully I got him that week.
3: <laughs> I don't, dude. I don't even care. I think that they can all get to a thousand yards easy. They can all get six plus touchdowns uh, to where. And the thing with Gallup too is, if any, if at any time Cooper or Lamb, you know, miss action, then it's just it's even better, you know, for him. So uh, I think he can stand alone, be a wide receiver three, for any fantasy team to get him in round nine. I, I don't. I don't care that I own Cooper. Just give give me him. Give me all the Cowboys.
0: Dallas a right,
3: dog too. Like I'm mad at you.
0: Well, I, I'm to the point to where um, ADP be damned. Uh, when you have four wide receivers of Adams, Thomas, Galladay, and Chenault, unless I get hit with injury, the need for me to take any more wide receivers, any wide receivers that could even potentially crack my lineup, this is not best ball. This is you know you set your roster every week league. <clears throat> And I have very much confidence in those four guys. So ADP be damned, I'm going to reach a little bit, reach from a computer-based system that just took uh, uh, Joe Burrow after already having Kyler Murray. But, hey, uh, I'm going Tony Pollard. Uh, he could have standalone value. We talked about how good the offense in Dallas is. Uh, the Because we'll talk about tight end at the end. Um, we're going into the tenth round of this. We're only going through thirteen because no one gives a rat's ass about kickers and defenses. Um, you, you can pick that up on YouTube. I'll, I'll, I'll post the draft board as well. Um, other players that have went: Dallas Goddard, uh, Irv Smith, AJ Dillon, Jalen Hurts at ten. One feels like a, a very good value. Uh, I don't. It love would him.
4: if you didn't already have Patrick Mahomes on Team Twelve and <laughs> you're a
1: dickhead. Uh,
0: Speak it into existence. <laughs> So, yeah. so, so here's one where someone might say, hey, you don't have enough wide receivers. I only have to start two. You know, this is your classic ESPN, I think all of us play in a league like this, one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a kicker, a defense, and a couple of extra flexes. So I've only got to start two of these wide receivers. I, I'm going to continue to hoard and stack running backs and really good offenses. And Sleeper, first of all, shame on you. Speak about people who should be put in jail. How in the blue hell is Todd Gurley at ADP 118 overall? But I can get a guy who we know is going to get a role in an offense oh no. like Baltimore in the Gus no! Bus. No! The Gus Damn Bus. I, I, am stacking, I am stacking all of these, uh, I guess what they call zero RB type RBs. Um, Damn you. Just signed a two-year, $10 million extension. They clearly have a plan for the Bus, and I'm here for it. Give me the Gus Bus.
3: Shoot. That was my guy. I was like, I'm just going to take Edwards. He'd be my running back for I'm Good to go. March it to the bank. Um, shoot, man. Well, that's what happens. I finally got sniped. Uh, now I know how Jerry feels, I guess, but that's a great pick. I've, man. I, if, if I don't, if there's a player I own more than T Higgins on squads this year, it'll probably be Gus Edwards because his price tag is extremely low. Um, and even in PPR, I know he didn't catch passes, but whatever, who cares? Um, at, at round in round, what? 10. So, well, shoot, man. You took my guy. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to get my fourth running back here. There's one last guy that I think could still be the top running back in his squad. I know he's not a PPR monster. He hasn't been over the course of his career. But the running back that I like the most, feels gross to say, in Houston is Philip Lindsay. And he's going here in round 10. He's just – I think he can beat out all of those carcasses ahead of him. Uh, you know, I think he's shown that he can be uh, a – a lead back in a committee and you're good to go. Those
0: guys are ready for the glue factory (laughs) in in, in Houston. Just drag them out back and give them the old yeller. All right, Jerry, you're up now. You you, you're just building depth at this point. You've got every position now, Kyle, myself, and Jake, none of us have a tight end. You went TJ Hawkinson earlier, so you don't have any pressure to maybe reach a little early for a tight end. What are you thinking here? You got to have some comfort.
4: Uh, I'm wishing I wouldn't have taken TJ Hawkinson at five. Uh, I think that was a learning experience because I would be just fine with taking Zach Ertz or Evan Ingram or Robert Tanyan or a bunch of guys in this range. So I think that was a mistake. I think that's something I would lean on going forward is don't do some stupid stuff like that. Um, The other question is, so like you said, I have everything covered. I even have a bench spot covered. So now I'm just sort of swinging for the fences, which I, it's like, do I want to get another bench replacement for my flex? Or do I want to absolutely swing for the fences?
3: Swing away, Jerry. Swing away. (laughs) You're going to cut this guy anyway after one week. (laughs) See, that's why I don't want to do it because there's a
4: real possibility that happens. um All right. Let's do this guy. Grab another wide receiver. Oh, you I still like have, him. It's a, yeah. it's a little risky, but.
3: That's the rookie wide receiver two to own in redraft. Mark it down.
4: Look at this guy. <laughs> Behind Rashad Bateman or Nico Collins. <laughs>
3: No, bro, come on. Now I, I would know. I would take um, I would take a yeah. lot more over Devontae Smith straight up this year, and he just went freaking like what five rounds later? I mean, we let it go. I mean he can backfire.
0: <laughs> and uh what what could be if he gets to play, uh some extremely good value you got Deshaun Watson, Ryan Tannehill. The that, the tight ends are coming off the board. my
4: uh that was my reach is just taking Deshaun Watson in the event that he played.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, it's Antonio Brown. I think it's another tremendous value in the 11th round. Uh, our boy Jake. He got Ryan Tannehill. You know, Jake has actually whipped the squad into shape pretty well. He's going to need some contributions early from those rookie running backs and Carter and, and Sermon. But as long as Gibson and, and Cook stay healthy, he could be doing really, really well.
3: Yeah, uh, I I was definitely eyeballing Tannehill in the last pick. Uh, I just was wondering if he'd make, maybe make it back around to me. Um, I probably should have paid a little bit more attention to the board, knowing that Jake didn't have a QB either. Um, you know, so that's just one of those things. I mentioned it even on the SmackDown yesterday. Like quarterback is definitely one of those positions you got to watch the board. And this, a bunch of freaking teams took two. But if there's teams, you know, behind you on a turn that don't have one, you might not you might not be able to kick it another round. But if there's you know if everybody's full up at QB then sometimes you just take the other player, and then you could probably get quarterback coming back. So, yeah, I think that was a great pick for Tannehill. He's inside my top 12, and he just went here in round 10. So definitely solid in uh, starting. Yep.
0: I I like the Higby pick a lot, too. Uh, Jake's got big upside. I think think Ryan Tannehill, I think this is a good lesson for everybody who's watching on YouTube is that Tyler Higby and Ryan Tannehill in the 10th and the 11th feel like just tremendous steals. At this point, and you know, he, he's crafting a really nice team. All right, Jerry, you're up. Uh, you're covered everywhere, so you're just kind of fluffing, you're just kind of fluffing the depth at this point.
4: Yeah, the problem is, is you know, there's a, it's do you, who do you want to take a stab at right now? Cause it's, you know, like you said earlier, ADP be damned. So it's who do you think could really take a step? So I am sort of torn between, I'm just going to say it because I'm not going to get anybody i mean maybe they fall to me but darnell mooney and terrace marshall so i like justin fields in that offense i don't know the problem is i have dj Moore, so that makes me you know sort of get away with him i'm just gonna take darnell mooney young dude had a good season should still be the wide receiver too there i'm swinging for the fences anyway with these sorts of picks so we'll take him we'll see how it falls
0: all right and then it's coming back to mr FF fellas
3: still rocking that uh yeah i don't have a tight end i don't have a quarterback uh i would have gone Tannehill here for sure i don't really care really who i get at those positions at this point there there's a reason i've waited that long and i'm going to continue to wait i will take one more running back here uh he was the t- what running back 15 last season. In PPR, I will go with Naeem Hines uh, as just a bye week band aid whenever I need him. And he can be a wide a running back two um, with limited upside, but a running back two nonetheless. And uh, any week. See, see, teammate just got the criminally. Uh, I'm going to go super value at the tight end position.
0: I'm actually going to stack a couple of guys I like back to back. I know Mike, the fantasy hitman, right, of the FF Ballers, loves this guy. I think everybody takes uh, thinks he takes a step, and I'm going to go Adam Troutman. Uh, I see Kyle's face; he was probably hoping he was going to do the, uh, <laughs> the 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 slide back. I am going to leave my board pulled up because uh, it's coming back to me, and I am going to take a peek. I'm going to sneak a peek here at the the running back position and the wide receiver position, just to kind of see what's the I mean, p- part of me thinks that you know this is full point PPR. And I think this guy's going to have a role. So I'm going to wait and see if, Terry, if Tariq Cohen comes back to me. Just a, just a little PPR guy. Not, nothing nothing too crazy. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Ah, look at that. He came back to me. It was between him and another running back. But we've seen this guy in this offense. Uh, Andy Dalton starting week one. Uh, a lot of check down options. So... Uh, don't mind Tariq Cohen, Kyle. You're back up. You got two more picks before we hit the pause button because of, uh, well, because of kickers and defense.
3: Yeah, and you took Adam Troutman, who was going to be my guy. Um, so boo to you, good sir. Um, so I don't have a quarterback or a tight end. I will take one of those here. Uh, <laughs> the guys that are it's left. Strategy. <laughs> Evan Ingram, bull god. Um, you know, Cook, Hooper. I'm just gonna go with a guy that I have, and Blake Jarwin should be the pick, but I I don't know if I can have that many Cowboys on one squad. Um, but uh, no, I'm gonna go with a guy that his uh, in an offense that has featured the tight end at times. It's just been a tough to lock it down. Um, they brought this guy in free agency and waiting for him to finally hit somewhere where he gets some looks. I'll go with Gerald Everett. Uh, just start the season off with him. I and love when Gerald he uh, doesn't get it done, I'll just pick up like Jarwin. But- that's, how,
0: that, that's how I feel about Adam Troutman. If Adam if Adam Troutman's not killing it, uh, I don't know that Evan Ingram goes undrafted. But, you know, some of the other tight ends, uh, I want to go back to that screen while Jerry's taking a minute. You know, uh, Jonu Smith is, is still mm-hmm. there. Cole Komet is, is still there. Uh, Tim Tebow. No, I'm, he, he, I know a lot of people all of a sudden soured on Anthony Ferkser. When Julio got to town, it's like, it's kind of like the, the, the Minnesota Vikings thing. Who is the three? Mm-hmm. Once you get past Julio and o- AJB, why can't it be Ferkser? And we've seen this Tennessee offense feature tight ends before, so I don't mind it. Jake, I love you and hate you all at the same time. He took one of my <laughs> value plays. He took T.Y. Hilton. Jerry, you went Trey Lance. Do you, do you think he's got a real shot at starting week
4: one? No, I don't. But I have Matthew Stafford in the meantime. I think once he does start, he has a chance to really take off. Um, I can hold on to him for a little bit. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're literally just throwing darts right here for the most part. Um, This is going to be another one.
3: Uh, I'll I'll throw I'll, I'll throw one more name out there for tight end since I don't n- think any of us are going to take any more here. But uh if you're really just wanted to to see what happens to yourself and start the off the season interesting, it's funny because the New England guys are you know what people are really talking about and everything. But the way things are in Atlanta, I think you could do worse than Hayden Hurst. Uh if they if they use Pitts as a receiver and I think you know there was there's plenty of targets to go around there I would rather take Hurst over you know and just see if it hits than the, the low volume passing offense in New England um, I know that New England doesn't have Calvin Ridley but just a name in, a, in a super deep leagues if you actually get screwed um, that's a name that will 100% be there and you can if anything just put a little star next to him and watch uh, when he'll be on the wire I don't oh, want to die on that hill. <laughs> I mean, would you um, would you take him over the
4: guys that are available right here?
3: Hayden Hurst? Uh, yeah. No, I'd go and Ingram. Cook I'd and take Ingram, In- and- Ingram and Cook over him, but I would take him over uh, Hooper or Komet right now. Um, Jarwin's the other guy. I'd probably go over him, but I've talked enough about Cowboys on this show. I love that you yeah. took a Lion uh, to pair with Hawkinson. It's I love it, bro. Well,
4: I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I would... I don't know, that's tough. I, I thought about going with another tight end there, but I, I think Brashad Perriman's gonna get really most of the targets for for the as far as the wide receivers are concerned. So I mean I will probably end up with more Brashad Perriman than I ever wanted in the two thousand sixteen version or whenever he was a first round rookie pick. Uh, that that version of Jerry hates me for it, but it is what it is.
0: Well, Kyle, here's your final pick, your your chance for glory.
3: Yeah, I was ca- um, I don't
0: still see a quarterback on this squad.
3: Yeah, I was counting to see how many quarterbacks were drafted. It was, I believe, 21, if my count is correct. Uh, and I'm going to go with a guy that right now is inside of my top 15 for sure. He's currently inside my top 12. I feel a little sketchy about that, but he won't be outside my top 15. And that is Dan Jones, baby. The dude's got some rushing This is a Dan outside. Jones' shop. This is, a Dan- this is a Daniel
0: Jones' shop. <laughs>
3: he's going to be a guy that if he gets you the you know that 500 rushing yards on the season that's value right there you're talking five that's 500 more rushing yards than Tom Brady will have that's 500 more yards than Matt Ryan will have on the ground um you know that that's a guy that uh, I have no problem just taking at the end of my draft and uh that's that's kind of my fallback option at QB
0: well I am going to try to make my weekly decision making at the tight end position as hard as possible (laughs) I'm going with another young gun Um, This is where knowing the rules of the league that you're in, this is where it matters. Uh, The way that my buddy who does our old ESPN redraft league we've been doing forever, um, there's no rule that says you have to pick a kicker or defense. We just have a league rule that says come week one, you have to have a complete lineup set up. So in that type of league, I'm going to add two more positional players. And then going into week one, I'm gonna because I want to see as much of camp as possible. Hey, who's the who's the RB? Whatever. Um, I am going to pause the draft, and I will let this thing run out as I'm editing the podcast for review. But uh, I'm gonna go around the teams. Jake obviously couldn't get on; he had some technical difficulties due to the storms in the Pittsburgh area. But his team is. Dalvin Cook, Calvin Ridley, Antonio Gibson, Thielen Lamb, Deontay Johnson, uh, Jalen Waddell, Michael Carter, Trey Sermon, Tannehill, Higby, T.Y. Hilton, Latavius Murray. Uh, pretty good team. Jerry went Barkley, Justin Jefferson, Monty, D.J. Moore, <laughs> D.J. Hawk. Wow. All
4: right. Hang up on him. Hang up uh, on him. I, son of a bitch, Randy.
0: I, I, I don't. I mean... <laughs> You know, you know, Jerry. Jerry went full dumb and dumber, and like totally redeemed himself. You like totally redeemed yourself. You totally redeemed yourself in rounds like eight I through know, ten. I
4: cannot believe I drafted the RB six in the third round. You fucking dicks. <laughs> RB four. Sorry, uh, um, man. Um,
0: I will put this when I go back and record the intro. I'll make sure to uh, to in, uh, let them know that chaos will ensue. Um, he also wound up with Matthew Stafford, uh, Darnell Mooney, Trey Lance, Bershaw Perryman. Kyle had Ezekiel Elliott, Najee Harris, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Bob Woods, T. Higgins, uh, uh, Ch- Ch- Chase Edmonds, sorry, sorry. Jarvis Landry, Michael Gallup, Philip Lindsay, Naheem Hines, Gerald Everett, Dan Jones. And then your boy Memphis, he uh, he got De- Devontae Adams, Cam Akers, Michael Thomas. Chris Carson, Kenny Galladay, Javante Williams, LaVisca Chennault, Tom Brady, Tony Pollard, Gus Bus edwards Adam Troutman, Tariq Cohen, Cole Komet. So uh, I will just say, who who's happy with their lineup, who's not? I feel good. I feel good if I walked into week one with this team. I think Tom Brady, Devonte Adams, and uh, my starters are going to get me a win week one. And I'll figure it out from there. Jerry? I mean, the way that you you pursue <laughs>
3: y'all
4: y'all talking? Y'all talking? But I got. Let's see. I got two guys that finished as RB ones in David Montgomery and Mike Davis. They're the only guys, really. Saquon Barkley's back. Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore. Living the now, oh, Jerry. My goodness gracious, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I got Trey Lance just sitting in the cut too. That guy, that guy, is gonna smack in you the in the cut face in the playoffs. In yeah. the cut, Randy, you're too old. Uh, no, I'm not laying back in the cut. But I will tell you what, tell you what
0: does make me feel old is this.
3: That's <laughs> just for your I, roster, buddy. I, I, I didn't. No, I'm
4: I, with, as, I Honestly, hey, listen, computer-wise, I think Team Two did a pretty good job. If we're gonna, if we're gonna take a little peek-ski-poo over yeah, there.
0: I, I don't love the double tight end, double quarterback. That's I mean, I mean no, play in mean, leagues like that, where guys do good. that. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the Jonathan Taylor, uh, A.J. Brown, Swift, Cooper Cup, James Robinson, they only have three running backs, so they're really good. I guess yeah. two really good and a, a question mark. Uh, I, I think Jake has a really good team. Uh, I think it was a, a pretty fun exercise. We'll shorten this up when we do them in the future, but uh, I'm hoping we get invited back on the Fantasy Football SmackDown so we can do this again with you guys on your show. I will let Kyle drive the board because I get distracted by shiny things. I'm, I'm like responding to emails and DMs, and people are seeing all this. So hey, it's 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 free in a show that's free, Kyle.
3: Yes, and I dig it. I appreciate you guys having me on, hanging out. I love giving Jerry a hard time. So whenever I can do this show in person, that is always a good time. But uh, yeah, man, this is definitely fun. I definitely encourage people to mock drafts as much as they can, even this time of year, get a feel for the room. A guy that you might be thinking—I mean, honestly—if you're thinking that Chase Edmonds in round seven or Raheem Mostert in round seven, like, oh god, I would never take that guy. Um, just take a look at what is left when you're doing mock drafts. That's really the problem, and get a feel for it because um, I've done enough too, where it's just like, I know I don't want to put myself in that position. I don't want to be having to rely on hitting a gem like Mike Davis in round six, Jerry, obviously a phenomenal pick. Um, but if man, if if that's that's the only guy there that you really really like, you you're gonna you're gonna put yourself in that spot. So. Uh, good times, though, man, and uh, really do appreciate it. this. Was a ton of fun.
0: Absolutely, Jerry. And what do you what do you want to say for yourself as I am preparing this to post on Twitter?
4: <laughs> um, no, this is a fun show. It's always fun to mock draft because you usually end up hating the people that you're drafting with because they're they're sniping you or they're doing you know whatever else. But it's always fun. Um, you guys did a good job. The, that's the thing is. What I learned is I'm not taking a tight end in the fifth round and I'm probably waiting because once I get into that seventh round, that's usually where I go, Oh, okay. This is, you know, I've waited long enough. I have a, I have a solid foundation. I have a good roster. I'm going to throw my quarterback together. And, you know, I could have waited two more rounds and gotten Joe Burrow. I could have waited, you know, five more rounds and gotten Kirk cousins or Carson Wentz. And are they really that big of a difference between Matthew Stafford and those guys? No, probably not. And I could have had an additional position pick in the seventh round. So learning. That's why, like Kyle said, like, you got to do them. It's a tool to make yourself better so that you don't have to take David Montgomery in the third round and then have to defend it to these degenerates.
0: Uh, We're going to beat the dog shit out of you, but this this is why I mock draft. (laughs) The, The more you do it, it's, it's like working out, like I haven't done, I, this is literally the first redraft mock I've done all year, and it's like if you haven't worked out for a long time, and then the next day you're sore, and you're a little bit creaky, and you're tired, but then you go again the next day, and then you go again the next day, and eventually your muscle memory comes back, you feel better, um, you, you just get used to it, and then that way, when you come up on a pick, you know, like right now, Jerry and I, we've been focused so much on Dynasty and rookies and ADP and startups and everything going on over the Dynasty Warzone, that it was great to take a step back and do this because, you know, redraft season, as crazy as it sounds, Friday is July 2nd. You know, we're in the month of July, and this is when redraft season really kicks off. I mean, Kyle, you guys referenced, referenced our conversation from last Friday. Dynasty season's kind of done. You know, the rookies are drafted for the most part. You've got your startups done. And then it becomes, hey, I'm just setting lineups at this point. little trade here or there. But uh, man, thank you so much for jumping on with us.
3: Unless you're Jerry, he made a big boy trade today. I'm surprised it didn't get brought up on this show because it's a league we're all in. But uh, you,
0: you know what? I am going to I am going to bring that up on a future episode. Perfect. If you want If you want to hear about Jerry and Devontae Booker trades, get on the Twitter Mean
4: you Is that not the trade? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no.
0: Well then, no, you get to I follow.
4: Made a, I made a Patrick Mahomes trade, and all uh, right. Well, 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 I tell you what. We, we, <laughs> I was like, what? What trade was that? He was a piece of that. I, I, well
0: then, as they call this in the business, that's a tease. Tease, yes. Ne- sure. Next week we'll have Jerry. We'll come back and we'll talk Jerry's <laughs> trade of both Patrick Mahomes, equally important Devonte Booker. Stick around; it'll be next week's show. But on behalf of Kyle, Jerry, and myself. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, here at the Dynasty War Zone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll see you back here real soon on Friday with an edition of the Fantasy Fixer Upper. Thanks for tuning in, guys.
2: Hey, guys. Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty War Zone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to Joined the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's ten o'clock at night or three o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk. Whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty, I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now, join the Patreon, and join a join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family.
0: And this segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com. And that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some, some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru, Maddie, aka at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global. That is V E R I D I A N global, viridianglobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and then you'll see all the t-shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at VeridianGlobal.com. Thanks for checking them out.
1: When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing.